Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I am Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, Nicole, how you doing? I am doing well. How about yourself, Chris? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. And I guess today we're going to talk about feed allergies. You know, this is a big concern with some horse owners, isn't it? Absolutely. I get a fair number of calls and emails about this. Yeah, it just it just seems to me, it, you know, it, it, what, we're going to get into some of the science behind it and, and some of the truths and, and myths and bust some of those. And but it just always seems to me this is a, this is always a major concern with, with horse owners, you know, especially with just anything with nutrition. Right. Isn't that your experience? Like it's just nutrition is such a big deal to horse owners. Oh, absolutely. Because we all love our horses so much and want to do the best for them. And this is something we can have some level of control over. So you want to find the absolute best to support your partner's needs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, whenever I was, you know, out talking to horse owners in, in South Carolina and then down in Florida, it just always seemed, it always came back to nutrition. And I was, you know, mainly repro guy and, you know, it's foaling season. You want to talk about that? But no, it was always nutrition because they're always worried about it, right? It's just, it's just such a concern. Absolutely. And it's a big, complicated topic as well. There's so much information out there. How do you sort the good from the bad and the not quite right for maybe the useful for your horse? So hopefully as part of this podcast, we can try to simplify some of that stuff for people. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And then, you know, it's like the science, you know, we go to these meetings and some of them are stimulating talks and then some not so stimulating talks. So, you know, we'll, we'll break this down so people kind of understand and, and just it's more digestible, I guess. It's perfect. For ah, yeah, digestible. <laughs> that is a great nutrition pun. <laughs> I, I did not mean to do that. Oh, So I, I guess my first question is, what is a, just a food allergy? Like, like, what is it? So a food allergy in people and horses is all the same. It's when your immune system overreacts to something. So an allergy is your immune system seeing something that's not a bad thing as an invader. And it ramps up to try to protect the body in a way that it's not supposed to. So basically, it's just your immune system overreacting. And there's a lot of individual variation. That's like some people are allergic to pollen in the spring and other people are fine. It's because their immune systems respond differently. Oh, that's that's true. Because I, you know, I didn't really, because I, you know, growing up in California, the desert part of California, didn't really have allergies. Went to the East Coast, Texas, and then on South Carolina, Florida. My goodness, my allergies like exploded. So you know, the itchy skin. So is this some of the things we see with horses, you know, whether it's feed or, or like environmental? Yep, absolutely. So itchiness, hives, some respiratory issues as well. And then there are things that we tend to lump into this idea of allergies that are maybe just more an intolerance. So your digestive type upset, that's not necessarily an immune reaction in the way of a traditional Mm -hmm. allergy, but they tend to all get lumped together in that For whatever reason, XYZ doesn't agree with my horse, whether it makes it itchy or has hives or digestive upset, like diarrhea or something like that. So two separate things that tend to get lumped together, but a true allergen is actually the immune system just going crazy. Right. Do you, in your experience, you know, since you've, you've been out talking to a lot of people across the United States, Canada, are we seeing an increase in food allergies? I mean, is that something you're seeing pop up more often? 
I don't think we're seeing an increase in food allergies per se. I do think that as time goes on, we have a lot of owners that are more hyper-focused on just the health of their horse. So maybe we just pick up more than we used to because we just used to say, oh, you know, that pony, that's just how he is versus now I think people as a whole like to dig in and say, is there something wrong? Can I fix it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, you know, going my experience and and seeing horses experience allergies and and trying to determine, you know, I always thought it was an environmental thing, never really thought it was a, a, a feed thing. But I think with the science in the last 10, 20 years, it just seems like it's more of a, I'm just seeing it more often in the literature, people posting on message boards. So, you know, I think it just, I think I'm just become more hyper aware of it my, myself, but yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. And you brought up a great point. It's not just food, right? How do you separate? Mm-hmm. Is that reaction hives? Is it because of something mm-hmm. they're eating or is it an environmental thing? And horses, as much as we can try to control their environments, there's still a ton that we don't have control over. So I will give you a great example. Um, I have a couple geldings and I have a very sensitive one. He came in covered in hives just a couple weeks ago. They were there for one day and they're gone. I have no ever loving idea (laughs) why, but there was something that he reacted to that the other two didn't. And we had hives that were then thankfully gone. I didn't have to dig into it, but there are so many outside things beyond the feed that can cause those exact same reactions. That's a good point. It's a good point. You know, like insect bites or something like that. Sometimes I would think that was causing some of this that, that I saw. But when it does come, I mean, feed allergies are a real thing. We do know that. And, and the science has supported that. What are some of the ingredients that cause feed allergies? It really can be anything under the sun. It's so individual. So one of the challenges is we don't actually have a great test for horses to know what they're allergic to. So those tests that are looking for it, most commonly a blood test, is looking for IgE, immunoglobulin E, and they're looking to see the horse's response to different environmental or feed allergens. And they see if that IgE spikes. And the panels will be everything under the sun, even weird things. I've seen things that horses are not even exposed to come up positive. There are all sorts of things on those tests. So I've seen horses allergic to ingredients that are really common in every feed that they've been eating their entire lives. So you say, is that a real response? And some really different things, types of hay, um, soy allergies or something people get concerned about, wheat, corn, oats. A horse can technically be allergic to anything. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not it's a true allergy versus a false positive on a test that we have to figure out to get to the bottom of. No, I mean, it is, it, it is tricky, right? And it, like you said, without the testing, what would be somebody, you know, somebody suspected a food allergy, what would you recommend for them to do? You know, besides, I always say, especially whenever I talk to horse owners, if you're ever worried about the horse's health, always consult a veterinarian, bottom line. Now, when it comes to nutrition, I always advise, you know, maybe seek an expert like, like Dr. Rambo or somebody with, you know, expertise in that field. You know, even your extension specialist, uh, wherever you live is a great source of information. But if you were telling somebody, okay, if you wanted to really find out if they had a, if your horse had a food allergy or a feed allergy, what could they do to see if, if they do? 
Yeah. So we do an elimination diet. So if we want to know if our horse has a true allergy to something, whether or not we've done a blood test and we're working from that information, or you just have a hunch, there's something wrong. And I want to try to eliminate my options. What we would do is we would take everything away and then slowly add back things in and see if the horse has a response or alternatively, you're absolutely convinced your horse is allergic to soy. Okay. The good news is I have some soy-free options for you. Yes, yes. We would put your horse on that soy-free feed for four to eight weeks. And we'd see if it's symptoms, whatever they were, hives, itchiness, digestive upset, go away. And now you're saying, okay, great. My problems are solved. However, the environment that we don't have control over has also changed during that time. Different hay, different pollens in the air, different types of bugs as you'd even move through the summer. So what we would do in a perfect world is we'd take it away, see if the symptoms subside, and then we put it back. So we would put them back on the feed they were on previously to see if the symptoms come back. Because that tells you, okay, that really was an issue versus a coincidence that when we made a feed change, symptoms got better. Because at the end of the day, People sometimes put together these insane, complicated diets trying to avoid an ingredient. And let's not do that if we don't have to. Let's make sure before we go through all of that extra work and hassle and, you know, drive our barn managers crazy with a special <laughs> diet, yes, that yes. that's what fixes the problem. And if it is, that is great. And we're more than willing to do that for our horses. But the elimination diet and then add back in that ingredient that we suspect is an issue is the best way to know if your horse truly has an allergy or an intolerance to that particular thing. So let's say you do that and, you know, I, I suspect soy because that has been a hot topic, mm-hmm. you know, the last few years. I My horse seems itchy, you know, showing, you know, some of the symptoms of having an allergic reaction. Take this, the the soy out, feed it, and then introduce it back and they, and they have allergic reaction. So what could I feed a horse if I, because soy is so prevalent in so many feeds today. I mean, number one protein source, right? So what are some of the things I could feed a horse if like say soy was a problem? Absolutely. So soy has a lot of great attributes. It's a good source of high quality amino acids. It's affordable. It's readily available. It's been the cornerstone of protein Mm. nutrition in the horse and other species. Replacing soy is a little bit more challenging because a lot of times you're not looking at a single ingredient to replace all those good attributes that soy brings into the diet. So we developed a line of three soy-free feeds. They're called our Wholesome Blends line. And I actually used a combination of protein sources, canola, linseed, some alfalfa, along with some actual straight amino acids all combined together to replace what soy was bringing into the diet. So it's definitely possible to do, but you need to be careful that in avoiding an ingredient, you're not losing nutrition. You have to add Mm -hmm. that back somehow as well. So from that perspective, it's really a combination of protein sources that actually replace soy, which makes it a little bit more complicated. Is that a lot of math? I'm like sitting there thinking the formulation, (laughs) all those ingredients and, you know, trying to equal soy. Yes. Yep. It uh, definitely takes some time and some fiddling and multiple attempts to make sure you get that. Because at the end of the day, when I set out to develop a soy-free line of feeds, my Mm. number one thing is it has to be as good as the rest of Tribute. 
All, mm-hmm. all of our other tribute feeds are soy based. So I can't make something not as good just to avoid soy. So that's where right. those multiple ingredient sources had to come in. Um, because at the end of the day, I want those horses to look and perform just as well on a soy free diet as they would on a more traditional diet. No, that's a good point. And I mean, it's, and I guess any listeners that might be international or in Europe, uh, you know, down in Australia, uh, places like that, you know, I'm sure there, there are probably some soy free options for you if you were looking for a, a, a horse feed, uh, you know, so you can look right. I mean, I, I would assume there's some international. Yep. And I would think the ingredient selection is going to vary a little bit because a lot of yep. it's dependent on what grows in your part of the world. So yeah. from that perspective, you know, a U.S.-based diet does look a little bit different. A horse is a horse, even though they do different jobs, yeah. but how we yeah. feed them in different parts of the world varies. Now, let's say I have a horse that does suffer from allergies. Is there anything I could feed them that could help alleviate some of those symptoms? Sure, because what if you're dealing with something that's not a food allergy? And unfortunately, right, right. I mean, there's only so much fly spray and fly sheets can do to keep a biting <laughs> insect away. So for mm. those horses that just have general allergic inflammation, a lot of times I use a DHA supplement. So we've all probably heard about omega-3 fatty acids. In the body, those are actually go through a couple of transformations and DHA is one of those further transformations. So it's kind of like omega-3 fatty acids, but better because they don't have to go through those extra steps. It's stronger, it's more concentrated, it's farther down that process. So I use a supplement that we have called Natural Remedy. So it's a DHA supplement that's algae-based, and that really just helps tamp down that immune system going crazy and hyper-responding to all of those things in the environment. So it can really give those horses a lot of relief just from general inflammation that makes them with things like itchy and hives and just generally uncomfortable, or if they're showing some respiratory distress because of all that inflammation, it can be helpful there as well. Now it's a good nutrient. I know we did, I did some studies down in Florida on DHA and, and it was really beneficial to full cognition, you know, really? some of those, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, oh, some of Angie's, awesome. Angie's, yeah, Angie and Lori's work uh, down there. It was actually a fascinating study. So maybe we'll talk about that one day. The yes, the I DHA and yeah, we should dig pregnant more birds. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a whole podcast. Yeah, it should be. It should be. It was fascinating feeding pregnant broodmares and and the babies uh, were actually that were fed DHA supplement were actually smarter, learned quicker, calmer. It, it was a fascinating study. Uh, so if, if only my crazy gelding had DHA in the womb. I know. <laughs> I know. So I know. I know. <laughs> it, it's such a secret. So yeah. You know, so overall, it, it sounds like you know feed allergies in horses. They are an issue with some horses. Typically, if your horse is allergic, it's probably, wouldn't you say, and of course, we're not veterinarians, we're PhDs, but it's probably something other than feed, but it can be feed. Yep, absolutely. So what I always recommend is we go through that elimination diet, make sure it is feed. I would say in the cases I work with, 75 to 85% of them, we go through this whole process. They've done the blood test. We avoid the ingredients. We make the special diet and the horse doesn't improve. Because at the end of the day, it was those outside environmental allergens that were causing its symptoms. So I think this is a great thing we can do to go down that road, make sure it's not a feed issue, but be realistic that there's so many other factors that feed may not be the fix. Yeah. And if anybody obviously suspects that, they can reach out to you, right? We can put a link 
to on the show notes of this episode and they can they can contact you or the contact tribute and you know request more information and maybe some help if they suspect some of that absolutely we're we're always happy to work through diets with people to find the right thing for their horses and we have a great tech support team so an equine specialist that all they do is they help horse owners find the best diet for their needs ah well awesome awesome dr rambo nicole no that's great it's uh you know, I, I think as we keep doing these episodes and, and sharing this information and, and people uh, get a lot of value out of it, that, you know, they'll, they'll feel comfortable reaching out to the tribute team and say, hey, I need help. You know, what can you do? Because I know you guys are awesome and, and you've helped a lot of people. So uh, we'll definitely do that. But uh, yeah, no, great episode on feed allergies. It, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun and hope we can help some people with this. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys.